0: What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house and a little top of the show business there. We want to uh, send our best wishes and uh, you know say rest in peace to Eddie Van Halen who passed away this week. Uh had to lead off the show with something a little bit different right off the top man that motherfucker could shred a guitar and uh, you know, that's uh, that's an excellent start for what's going to be an excellent episode guys it's Game That Tune episode 218 in the house and if you're just joining us here on the show we are going to listen to some video game tunes sadly not much more Eddie Van Halen music uh, we are going to you know, each pick three songs from a game we're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia we're going to goof off and have a lot of fun and the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week, uh, let me check my notes, it apparently was John Regan, and Johnny, got, Johnny got to pick the theme oh, for right. tonight's episode. So, uh, Johnny, you know, you get to tell us the fantastic theme for this episode.
1: Yeah, so tonight's theme is Space! Oh, wait. What am I doing? Tonight's theme is... How absurd! Oh, ten- oh, <laughs> 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 really? Tonight's theme is...
0: Space! <laughs> this isn't real. This <laughs> is not, That didn't Johnny really gonna legit Johnny. just happen. <laughs> <sighs> oh, so, yeah.
1: Wow. Last week I won. I didn't really have a great idea for a theme, so I just uh, deferred it to David. And David said space, which is a great theme. So, it's games in space or near space somehow involving space um that's a nice theme Jesus, God, Jesus
0: God. <laughs> it's such a good theme and I, I like that we're getting to the point we're way past the point honestly where i can't tell if that was a work or not i think that johnny really just did that and i love it um it's it's gonna be a, a great episode this space episode I, I love a good game set in space uh, you know, so Spikes. many so many games out there with levels taking place in space or on various other planets uh, Just a lot of fun to be had in outer space in video games So we've, uh, it's, it's a well-covered theme on the show I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head how many times we've had space as a theme But there's a reason we have that fucking sound on the soundboard It comes up a good bit so, uh, it, it's gonna be a great show, I, I can tell David's excited, he's, uh, he's here as his mild-mannered alter ego, David Kent.
2: No, I was just gonna say, it's like I love the fact that we literally have a sound on the soundboard for this theme, and Johnny fucked it up not once, but twice!
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's one thing to imitate the sound, but then <laughs> to play the wrong sound as a follow-up. Truly transcendent game, that tune. Uh, you know, just fantastic work. Um, it's gonna be a great episode. We got five great games, we got a fantastic fan request, as always. And I think, uh, yeah, we just gotta jump right into it, guys. So, uh, Johnny, let's, uh, strap ourselves into that rocket. I'm, I'm trying to think if I do this as, like, the, uh, the transitional bit every time we do a space episode. Let's, uh, you know, start the ignition sequence. Three, two, one. Make Space GTT go now.
3: Game 1.
0: Alright guys, so uh, this game's developer, uh, they were signed by Sony in 2012 following the success of the first game in this series to make games for the Vita. Of course, their games have since come out on other consoles. I suppose a better piece of trivia would have been that uh, this game expands upon the first game's uh, top-down vertical shooting levels by adding side-scrolling platforming levels. Maybe that'll push you in the right direction. Not that I expect anybody to have gotten this right.
2: Cool, you just confirmed that my guess was wrong. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see. David says Gravity Rush. Johnny says Cortex Command. Jesse also says Gravity Rush. Sadly, all three incorrect. Uh, no, thanks. No, unfortunately, this is a game that uh, I only just learned about recently. It originally, it was released on the PlayStation 3, and uh, eventually was remade for the Vita. And uh, I learned about it because it was on sale on the Switch eShop. This is a little game called Velocity 2X. Um, ah, cool. The one you heard of, right, David?
2: Yeah, that classic PlayStation Vita to Switch port. The the
0: common path of games, quite frankly, you know the the Vita Switch road. It's just it's the way games go. Um, but uh, no, David, I you know, I, I think uh, I think the whole point of this segment's going to be selling you on this game, man. This uh, this game's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know if it'll still be on sale by the time this podcast comes out, but uh, as of the time that I bought it, it was on sale for five bucks, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you five clams, David, or somebody can go to Patreon and give you the five dollars that you need to buy this game and this game i think it might be uh, kind of inside your alley um so it's uh the original velocity was a vertical scrolling shooter in space and uh you're playing as johnny i thought you were gonna hit that side <laughs> yeah, he kept going <laughs> i was like shit i missed it no, you can interrupt me, baby. <laughs> you know, Especially when it looks like you, you give a little lean, and I think it's coming. Oh, I'm, I'm bracing for it, man. I'm, I'm squinting. I don't want to get it in my eyes. Um, but yeah, uh, so it's a vertical scrolling shooter. You play as uh, Commander Kai Tana, the uh, pilot of a fancy uh, corp jet. It's a teleporting spacecraft, so... In the first one, you're doing these uh, vertical scrolling shooter levels, and you have to activate switches in a certain order and uh, do like teleporting things. Uh, Like, as you progress in a level, um, you'll pass like, you know, the number, like, there'll be a numbered switch, and you'll pass three before you pass two or one. So you have to like set a uh, teleport point by that. Go ahead and further ahead in the level, complete those parts, teleport back you know, activate that switch to, like, ultimately open the gate to the end of the level. It's kind of a cool puzzle vertical-scrolling shooter game. Um, which, you know... That, that Hmm?
2: No, I was gonna say... When you said, like, this segment's going to be selling you on this game, I decided to lean back in my chair, and every time you interested me, I started leaning further and further (laughs) forward, and uh, you've got me to the point where I'm right up to the microphone, so, I was going to say, you're pretty
0: close to the screen right now, baby.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This this sounds really cool.
0: Yeah, and so the second one keeps a lot of that stuff intact. I haven't gotten very far in it, obviously, Um, but uh, they add in side-scrolling levels to it, which are, you know, just, they're kind of of fun and light. They're not terribly challenging, but they use cool mechanics that, you know, you've got, I think as a result maybe of something that happened in the first game you got, like, captured by the bad guys or something you've got teleporting powers when on foot so, like, the uh, the, the side-scrolling parts they're real simple, kind of platforming, but like you have to, like, phase through walls and, like, uh, you know, do some run-and-gunning. You're using the right joystick uh, like you're running with the left joystick and doing 360 shooting with the right Um, and it's, you know, you're collecting crystals, you're blasting enemies, you're teleporting through walls. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty fucking fun. And, well, is David peaked again?
2: No, I was going to say, it's like, so it's a game that's split between controlling a vehicle and then on foot segments, but you're Mm -hmm. teleporting around. So is this basically blaster master plus nightcrawler? Uh, something like that. You know, if if the Blaster Master platform,
0: like, vehicle parts were a vertical scrolling shooter, um, and then when you got out on foot and, like, went in some of those larger dungeons, uh, you know, it became a side-scrolling platform. It, it, no, it's not much like Blaster Master. (laughs) But, uh, you know, yes, I, I, it would be cool if it was a Nightcrawler game. I, I love me some Nightcrawler. Um, but yeah, and then, like, at first, when you start playing the game, like, it's, you know, the early levels of the tutorial levels, you're doing the, you're learning your way around the ship, you're learning your different platforming mechanics, and then eventually, they combine the two in, like, the same level. So, you'll be doing a vertical scrolling shooter level, you'll shoot some switches, and then you'll have to dock the ship and complete a platforming section to do stuff, and then return to your ship and continue through the level. It's a really cool game, man. It's kind of rad. <laughs> like... <laughs> um i'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it and it it seems it's uh it's got a little bit of that like uh that mighty switch force element to it not just because you're playing as like a badass female heroine but because uh you know it's uh the game it's it's focused on like high score stuff so it's got like a par time and all that it's, like you can get a gold silver or bronze and so it's always tracking your time it's encouraging you to go back and do better like it tracks yeah, I'm your just time I'm looking up this of, game like, now Crystals you game and just, the number just of looking at people you rescue of the platforms uh, and the number of enemies you defeat in each level or like really, points really or whatever cool, like
2: it's like it, very a industrial cool sci-fi in encourage black, you to go back and try and like, like, like foreground, the foreground, run in the backgrounds and are all these like I really, really soft, it's, almost I, I, pastel like I get to be like I find it very interesting. It's a good looking game very fun.
0: Yeah. And then she's wearing kind of like cyber armor with a big like swoosh of blonde hair. She's you know kind of rad looking. It's uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It's you know the like when you learn all the mechanics, obviously everything you know gets tough as shit. Like you just you know like the levels start asking a lot of you. You got to slide and dip and jump and teleport and do all this stuff. Shoot this and then hop back in your ship. And the thing that's been throwing me for a loop a little bit on the scrolling parts is the <clears> scroll <throat> is very. Very slow, So in order to um, speed that up, like one of the first things they introduce to you is holding down like the right trigger button on the controller. And that, you know, they say like, oh, that powers your jet and makes you go faster. It's like, yeah, that makes you go faster. And I realized quickly what it actually does is scroll the level. So like that activates the scroll and makes the scroll go faster, but you can still go forward and backward uh, at the same speed. Like on the screen, but the you know, if you're holding that button, the screen is going to scroll. And the way you die in those uh, scrolling levels is run out of space and get crushed or whatever. And it's like, when I'm sitting there and I feel like I'm in the groove and I'm blasting things and t- phasing my ship and doing this stuff, and then I realize like, oh shit, I've I'm, I, I'm too keyed in and I fucking forgot I'm holding the scroll button. I just crushed myself. I'm like, yeah, John, you got to remember, stop holding. It that doesn't fucking seem button like the kind of like you know take your time do the proper teleport move, shoot the thing. Like, it's uh, it's really interesting. There's a lot of stuff in play, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, and it's got a cool soundtrack. I, I, you know, I won't say mm. it's the most memorable soundtrack, but I've fucking, you know, I've been grooving on this soundtrack lately. <laughs> like... It's, uh, it's it's really really good. It's yeah, the kind of that soundtrack that I don't know. I will find like
2: myself humming things. like on a daily Do. basis, but it's one of those things that I will definitely put on in the background. Yeah, it's acting soundtrack. Like, I was just gonna say I've
0: been wanting to add this soundtrack to GTT Radio since I discovered it, but I didn't want to tip my hand on the pick, obviously. <laughs> but it's like, guys, I need you to hear this these musics. Like this is a, uh, this is some smooth ass music. <laughs> yeah exactly like it's you know it's not you know a whole bunch of humble melodies or anything like that but it is on spotify and i intend to listen to it all the time Like, (laughs) or i'm gonna put it on gtt radio and force people to you know have it requested it's uh it's gonna be really good and it's cool too the composer obviously uh since these uh these guys started working closely with sony uh, the composer of this, and I apologize if I'm butchering the name, because uh, it's you know European, I think, I believe uh, Dutch, is uh, Joris Daman, or possibly Joris, it looks like Joris <laughs> is spelled with a J, I'm going with Joris. Uh, Joris Daman, who also composed Horizon Zero Dawn, um, so kind oh, of a big time <laughs> composer with a big credit under his belt, and then the other uh, partial composer is one of the developers of the game, uh, James Marsden. And unfortunately, that is not James Marsden that plays Cyclops. It's a different James oh, Marston. Man. I, I, <laughs> so oh man, I was I was a little disappointed when I got the soundtrack. I'm like, James Marsden? Okay, hold on. <laughs> is, is Cyclops doing a little programming on the side? No, no. It turns out there's more than one James Marsden in the world. Uh, can, can you get can
2: you get you know, above the disappointment title sound if now? the John? name of the <laughs> character <laughs> is the title <laughs> of the, the movie?
0: It turns out the star of Sonic the Hedgehog was not also making soundtracks to. Uh,
1: (laughs) Excuse me, the star of Sonic the Hedgehog was Sonic the Hedgehog. John,
0: I'm pretty sure James (laughs) Marsden got above-title billing, baby.
2: (laughs) Did he not? To be fair. Sonic the Hedgehog being third build in his own movie. I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. Yes, look like, where James
0: Marston's name
2: is on the poster.
0: It's above um, the goddamn title. <laughs> it says, I love James the fact Marston, that Jim Carrey, Sonic the Hedgehog. This was, this Hedgehog, was not a premeditated bit. Movie. No, I brought <laughs> up crawler the and then we
2: started talking Sonic James Marston. Like, are we All sure this isn't an X Men game? This is not the same James
0: Marston. <laughs> yeah, it feels right. Yeah, at this point, come on. This isn't a... It's
2: not 1993. Let's do a commentary for the first, like, six minutes of X2. Oh,
0: man. It really, really should be. Uh, Should I have put X-Men on the movie night vote for this week? That would have been... You know, that would have been a nice touch. X-Men 2, actually, more accurately. Um... You because know, you got to have that Nightcrawler, baby. Can I just put the opening scene to X-Men 2 on the movie voting at some point? <laughs> just it's
4: a very short night.
0: <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I love X-2 completely, but like, yeah, let's just do the opening scene. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. Oh, man. Yeah, the thought of uh, a fucking righteous mutant invading the White House mm, just plays well in my heart. Um... But yeah, man, Velocity 2X It's a fun game, man It's worth checking out, especially on sale uh, Fun Scrolling shooter Slash side-scrolling platformer With teleporting And you know badass uh, female heroine yeah, I, I, If I haven't piqued David's interest by now I, I don't think I know what David's interests are anymore <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic David, clean yourself up Johnny, let's move to game two.
5: (laughs) Game two.
1: guys uh, many critics have described this game as difficult an author of the italian newspaper la repubblica said that the levels are not easy and the swedish edition of sega force described the game as both difficult and boring Like another hint?
0: God,
4: yes. No.
1: <laughs> In 2009, 1UP.com editor Bob Mackey reviewed the NES wow, version of Bob this. Wow, Bob mackie Bob Mackey. He liked the first level for mixing an impressive amount of references from the show with gameplay that has a pinch of point and click, but uh, the rest of the game does not live
4: up.
0: Alright, let's see some answers.
4: Man, that dude's a weenie.
0: Yeah, fuck that trivia, that guy, and this game.
1: (laughs) Everyone wrote Bart vs. the Space Mutants, and everyone is correct. (laughs) This is Bart vs. the Space Mutants. This is the Sega Genesis soundtrack, because the NES soundtrack only has two songs. So I had to go with the Genesis version, and I was very disappointed to learn that the Genesis one doesn't have, like, the Simpsons theme at any point in the
0: soundtrack. I was going to say, yeah, the second song (laughs) threw me for a loop because it sounded like they ripped off the Inspector Gadget song. (laughs) Well, Inspector Gadget ripped off um, in
1: the Hall of the Mountain King. (laughs) Like, Like, that's a classical tune. Okay, yeah, I mean, sure.
4: <laughs> you know. Whatever you say, Gadget. I mean, you can talk about
2: the Anvil's Chorus all you want, but that's the fucking Looney Tunes music.
0: uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. You know, somebody needs a shave and a haircut, two bits. Um, but as long as we're just, you know, mentioning old songs that get frequently used. Um... Huh. Yeah, no, you know, that is to, you know... I, I had no idea what the fuck was going on until that trivia job. Fuck Bob Mackie and you know. Uh, I figured fuck the second I game. said
1: Bob Mackie, that would give it away.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah it did.
1: Um, ew! This game is trash. And yeah,
2: it is, man. What the I was going to say, were you, were you saying ew to Bob Mackie or ew to Bart versus the Space Mutants? It All could of be it.
1: both. Could, yeah, but like. I don't know about you guys, but I played the shit out of this game as a kid because it was like the only Simpsons game, you know,
0: that you no, play at home. No, 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 John. John. Uh, Bart versus the World was a thing, and that was the That's one I played I had. way more. That one was uh, pretty good. You could skateboard on that goddamn Great Wall, baby, instead of spray-painting shit purple. They actually got to do something resembling fun. Um, that that I... said, Bart versus the World wasn't fun either, but, uh, man, no, I I barely <laughs> have, like, you know, this was one of those, like, Oh man, like let's rent this and then be severely disappointed by it. Kind of <laughs> games, like what an inscrutable shitbox of a fucking game this is.
1: What, like this and the arcade game came out in the same year, so I couldn't like, like the, the the disappointment of when you saw the arcade game and it's so great, you know, and a lot of fun, and you see an NES game and you know it comes out and you go home, you rent it, you take it home, and oh my
0: god. Like seriously yeah. what were they
2: thinking? Well, and also like you see the Simpsons arcade game like it's a four player beat em up starring the Simpsons like that's badass. And then you see an NES game called Bart versus the Space Mutants like fuck yeah. Getting like, better. <laughs> you're going to you're going to run around as Bart like not the whole family. It's a you know port. I understand that you don't have the arcade, you know, fine. But you're just going to go around fucking up Kang and Kodos like hell yeah. It's not Kang
1: and Kodos! That's the yeah. worst
2: part! It's just. I mean, you These know, two purple
0: I, I, aliens. They would never reveal themselves in the first level anyway. But, uh. Yeah, no. It, it, the fact that by the end of the game, Kang and Kodos don't turn up is very fucking funny.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> Did anybody get to the end of this game?
1: I no. never got past the shopping mall, the second level. That one was rough.
0: Yeah, I I may have made the second level once. Maybe using a game genie and (laughs) regretted it and fucking, you know, threw that shit away immediately. Like, oh, God. All I I remember is, like, the game just being, like I said, inscrutable. Your objectives being very ill defined. And, like, I remember, like, you can maybe, like, bounce on an awning or a trash can or something. Like, you can do a couple of, like, mayhem type things in the early level. And then, besides that, it's just terrible
1: yeah like you know so the first level has you like like the aliens have built a machine that has powered off purple objects so you have to spray paint all the purple things to make them not purple right and there's See? some okay like references and things like you can print call Mo at the very beginning of the game and have yeah. him run out and it turns out Moe's wearing a purple apron and you spray paint his apron you know yeah it's like that's like there's some ideas going on there in terms of um little bits but it's it doesn't, it, it's not enough for a whole game by any no. means. No, it is not. And I think part of it, I think it kind of suffers from the same problem the arcade game did, is this came out all like season one, or this is being developed while season one was like airing, I'm pretty sure. So they didn't yeah. actually have that much material yet. Like, Kate and Kodos didn't exist, you know, they had like one prank call with Mo, and that that's about it. <laughs> like, after that, they're just like, well... We got Marge. Let's go. <laughs> you know, here we go. Yeah, shit. This
0: did come out in, like, 91. So that is, you know, super duper early. And, yeah, like, they just had no base. Like, you know, I'm trying to, like, you know, thinking of things that come up in, like, season one. It's like, what, are you going to fight the, the Frenchman? <laughs> you're uh, going to help Marge save her marriage and not cheat on
1: Homer with Jacques?
0: Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> That would be actually great if it, Dude, could if it was just an episode by episode like retelling of season one of The Simpsons, but also they're space mutants. Maybe we're talking, but no. Big plot,
2: big <laughs> plot twist in the final stage. The babysitter killer is actually a space mutant. Perfect.
0: That explains Boom. the shitty animation and the weird tits. Um, you know, they, you know, they didn't know what, you know, human tits looked like when they drew Miss Potts. Uh, you know, this is the, you know, this is the Deep Simpsons reference base that I'm digging into, baby. Oh, fuck this, man. Johnny, I, I've been avoiding I just... asking this question. Do you even go to space in this game? No,
1: you do not go to space. The game takes, does take place entirely on Earth. You see the aliens arriving from space. And you see the aliens leaving to go back into space. Space! At the end. Don't but do that. At no point do you actually play like a level in space. So yeah, this is partners versus the <laughs> space
2: and I will um, say I... I do remember, like, I I played this game a lot when I was a kid, and there were well, parts did, of it that I did enjoyed. you go into space, David? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, but before hmm. before we play the game over sound, um. The one thing about this game that I remember really throwing me off was, you know, in the first level you're going down Springfield, like, the main drag, you're trying to paint all the purple stuff red, because the aliens are doing that. It's like, okay, so you've got, you know, your BART, your spray painting, like, that makes sense. And then when you get to the second level in the shopping mall, you're, like, kicking people's hats off. Like, the whole goal is to, like, kick hats off. Like, The objective of the game changes every level which really fucking threw me off because it never explains here's what you're supposed to do for this level. You just have to figure it out. I want to say
0: it was in, like, the manual. Like, <laughs> the no, manual yeah, but would explain the objectives. when you rented a game, objectives. it
2: never had the fucking manual. No, of course not! <laughs> That's what's so funny. <sighs> God. Ah. Oh.
0: Johnny, this, uh it's a baffling pick on a number of levels. That <laughs> seems to be the case with you lately, my man. Um. I
1: just, I, I, I feel like we all have a shared experience of we all play this shitty game. Yeah. And uh, I want to talk about it with you guys and have sort of like a group therapy, you know, about it. You know what you I mean? You oh, brought fun. it up on that's another the episode, man.
0: Set a theme. Set <laughs> Group therapy theme. You know. <laughs> Games, Games with un- that scarred you. Games with unclear objectives. Another edition of hate. That tune is long overdue. But no, you chose the Springfield game for a space theme. It's uh, it's tragic, John, to get a game over in game two. But do it. Do it to yourself right game
5: now. Game over.
0: let fucking move on, John.
3: Game 3.
1: Alright, guys so uh this game started life at the toronto global game jam in 2012 the idea of the game came about thinking uh how cool it would be to make a game out of that frantic scene in star wars where han and luke are climbing ladders and shooting at tie Fighters from the Millennium falcon and that eventually became this game Right, guys who's got some answers oh wow so okay so david has a ufo with a penis and it's peeing in space i think and there's that's uh, good shit yeah that's that's you should take a picture of that before you erase it like for real um and then john and jesse both wrote lovers in a dangerous space time which is correct this is our
2: fan request yeah. from taylor y on our discord a... You know I had that as my answer but the uh, Wikipedia page for that game did not specify the Toronto Games Festival so I thought it was wrong. Mm. Yeah well, no well, I actually would You say with...
0: Johnny did some thorough research? <laughs>
1: I
2: would went went Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow
1: <laughs> So yeah um I forget what the official title we just changed it right but Taylor Y is where the top tier Patreon title is
0: oh yeah uh well you know in order to get request priority you don't have to be that top shelf fan but uh we no. do thank him for being that top shelf fan uh, yeah, i do forget what all our tiers are called now shit <laughs> well we'll come back to that about
1: th- uh, uh, yeah come back to that in a bit this is lovers in Indigenous space time it's a pretty interesting looking game
0: oh uh taylor Y is the boss <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, as denoted by our our favorite uh, you know boss of all time the Dick Boss, so uh, you know give us uh, give us twenty dollars a month on Patreon to unlock the Dick Boss tier, uh, where you get a fa- you know request priority, uh, producer credit on the show, and you get to add a game to GTT Radio every month without us even using it on the show. It's a it's a radio power play that Taylor Y is uh, flexing right now. Um, but yeah, go to Patreon, people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um,
1: lovers in Dangerous space time. It's it's a game where uh, you have a spaceship, and it's it's a like couch co op kind of game. Each player takes control of a different station within the ship. So there's a station for like thrusters. There's a, there's four turrets. There's um, a station for accessing the map. You know, a station for. Uh, uh, moving where the shields are around the ship and the the story of the game is that there's been like a hole in space time and anti-love creatures have come in through the hole and they're trying to destroy love and you gotta like (laughs) destroy all those creatures to save love right that's that's where the lovers part comes in and um it looks like frantic as hell but like in a fun way right um you got a couple friends together and you're all swapping around between different stations on the ship trying to get you know get shit done uh the objective of each level is um a couple of like bunny type characters have been captured and you gotta save them right that's basically it um so they're like in a cave somewhere on the map you're flying through space dodging planets dodging asteroids uh fighting off enemies you know solving little puzzles and trying to save these little bunny guys and yeah it it's it's charming it it has um visuals that look similar to just beats and shapes almost in terms um, no that's not a good one uh to go with actually but you know like it's a it's a it's got a cool look it's a fun bright look um and it's like a bullet hell you know kind of game going on and yeah have, have any guys played this game or heard of this game
4: i've heard the name but i've never played it no no yeah
1: well it's on everything uh, you can get it on PC, Switch, and Linux. Uh, uh, what's that, N-Gage? Yeah. I think they made an engage gauge version, actually. Oh. <laughs> so you can side uh, talk. Don't
0: say it's on everything, John, if you don't want to get asked about the N-Gage. Atari Links.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. on me. The Lynx, baby! Amiga? That is on I like me. How, I like how it came out in 2015, and you're sure that there's an N-Gage port.
1: Oh, Yeah. Eh. Yeah, people make stuff for N-Gage all the time, David, just because <laughs> it's, you know, in older consoles, I mean, people still don't make games for it. I mean, NES games co- have come out as recently as this year.
4: Yeah, take that.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> just because, like, it was discontinued in 2005. No, <laughs> somebody ten years later for sure remembered the N-Gage and ported this game to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had Just because really the N-Gage good... was
0: famously discontinued and a total failure.
2: Yeah,
4: th- They did have a really interesting port of Tony Hawk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just because uh, the system totally failed completely doesn't mean there aren't people having engaged game jams, David. Yeah. Even but... 10 years after.
2: <laughs> I mean, that was I suppose th- the real question is, is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time available on Gizmondo? <laughs> what?
1: Whoa. All right, David, he did. Okay, he threw me off on that one. I was he not got your ass, to, John.
2: He got your ass I did ass not good. get expected <laughs>
1: to get asked about Gizmondo tonight.
0: Wow. That thing is oh, yeah. weird. It's weird for me because, you know, I don't even know what that is. I just use Gizmondo as a sex move, but. Um, <laughs>
1: no, that's Gizmondo. Was,
0: uh, oh, I've been mispronouncing it this whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a soft G, John.
2: Very soft. What a fool I've been. (laughs) And buttery. Um, (laughs) Just for for a very quick tangent, uh, the Gizmondo was a handheld device um, that was used like a handheld gaming console that was supposed to be independent, and it failed spectacularly after the creator, I believe, crashed his sports car trying to claim insurance money because he had debt and ties to the Swedish Mafia?
4: Was he playing the Gizmondo while he was driving and that's why he crashed? (laughs) Maybe.
0: Probably. Classic mistake. (laughs) No, Not again. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was playing my Gizmondo. (laughs) Excuse me. No, it's pronounced Gizmondo, clearly on drugs.
1: (laughs) Take him away, boys. (laughs) Um,
0: no, John, this game looks kind of you know, cool, man, like, I'm, I can't tell what's going on based on screenshots of it, but it's uh, it's very colorful and very charming looking.
1: You definitely gotta watch video to even begin to get an understanding, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, the screenshots really don't do it justice, um, yeah. but, I mean, if you're looking, the ship is like a, you know, big round, you know, Death Star looking kind of thing, right, and, sure. um,
0: you have and you're moving through it. levels, and you guys each do a different station. Yeah, and fight big. Uh, like I'm looking at this; it looks like there's a big space sloth or something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: big space. You know, anti love enemies. Yeah, and uh, yeah, cool. It, yeah, uh, it's got you know yeah. fun, fun power ups. Um, um, I saw I saw one power up of a like a ball and chain that you attach to the bottom of the ship, and you start driving the ship around, swing this ball and chain like it's like. Not ball, but you know, what, what do you call the, the ball in a chain that has the spikes on the ball? Mace? One of those.
2: Morning yeah, Star. Yeah, Mace. Morning Star. Mace. Thank you. Morning Star. That's what one I'm of looking those. for. Yeah, Mace is the one where it's attached. Morning Star is on the chain.
1: Yes. So you have a big Morning Star attached to your ship that you swing around fuck shit up with, you know.
2: It looks... Like that.
1: Yeah. It's got some cool ideas here. And like I said, I could imagine, you know, four guys in a room... And, like, you're all shouting at each other about what's going on and what to do. Like, that's the part that sounds like a lot of fun to me. Oh, I bet. Like, shields, 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 get out of the goddamn shields, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet it's a blast. <laughs> 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 uh, get, a, you know, get four adult men really taking something seriously on the same couch. I bet it's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just uh, it. shit. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, it it looks cool. I don't know that it's something I'll ever play because you know if it's strictly couch co op, then like, no, I have no, you know, <sighs> means to get four people together and play this. Um, but like, it, it seems cool, yeah, and I don't want to burn on it too hard because it's a it's a nice game, charming game, cool soundtrack. The name of this game is fucking dumb. Um, yeah just gonna say it Uh, you know apparently on the wikipedia page it says it's a reference to a song by canadian folk rock legend bruce cockburn
4: wow
0: (laughs) you know thank you bruce cockburn for the song (laughs) lovers in a dangerous time that is everyone's bonus tunes tonight johnny begin downloading it now no (laughs) (laughs) um but it's like you know wow what an obscure reference to name your obscure game after (laughs) like it, you know, if you want to guarantee that I'm gonna scroll right past your fucking game, call it "Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time." Like, uh, you know, like if maybe maybe the title contains "lovers," I'll stop and take a look. Maybe the title contains "space time." I'll think about taking a look. You know, I, I was you know playing a game earlier tonight about teleporting spaceships. You call your games Lovers in a Dangerous Spacetime and it's bright pink, I think this game is about animals fucking in a spaceship and I'm not gonna click on it. Like.
1: Yeah, I definitely had a hard time at first because I forgot the name when I was looking it up earlier and I started Googling, um, I started Googling We Found Love in a Hopeless
0: Time." <laughs> That's definitely not it.
4: That sounds good too.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are so many better songs this could be named after. <laughs> Uh, uh, some space time that I used to know. Um, you I'm know, <laughs> trying to think of, like, like, just any 2010 song that they could have chosen to name this after. Um, but man, my pop culture brain for the last 10 years is all fucked up. I, you know, I got no base for this. Uh, anyway, you know, no, this game looks charming. I'm not going to burn on it too hard. Um, but, you know, now we do need to get Canadian folk rock legend Bruce Cockburn on the show at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder if he even knows they used his, uh, his song as a namesake for this fucking ridiculous game. Uh, I'm betting, betting Bruce didn't sign off on it.
4: <laughs> what kind of it's dangerous day- lover do you think he is?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, what is a dangerous time to be a lover? That sounds like a line from Solid Snake. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, ooh, okay. Could, Bru- could Bruce Cockburn secretly be Solid Snake? Oh, I thought you
1: were going to say Kojima. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bruce Cockburn is the Canadian folk rock alter ego of Hideo Kojima. I believe it. I like where your head's at. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening, man. Yeah, Frank, i have been doing it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, wow. What a game. Uh, you know, honestly, if the four of us ever get together in person again, uh, I think one of us needs to bring the Space Time Lovers, and uh, I think we should all <laughs> play it together. Yeah. And, see, it, if you just distill it down to Space Time Lovers, the game sounds completely different. You have to say the full stupid ass title, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. You can't just you can't abbreviate it. Um, but yeah, I'll we, check, uh, it,
1: it may have an online mode. I didn't get that far into it because all the reviews talked about it being a great couch
0: co-op game, right? Right, like it. I bet may it's a good Discord a co-op game. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know we'll be been good. playing Among Us this week, so let's get a uh, let's let's you know crash Twitch again by you know making a uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, the new <laughs> game that everybody's playing. Hmm?
4: Mm-hmm? I've, mm-hmm. I've never tried to play a video game with my couch. <laughs> fuck you, Johnny. I have the fucking title, so shove it up your ass.
0: (laughs) The title makes Jesse immune from the Mario 2 sound for no matter how bad the joke is. Quick, somebody timestamp that. That's going in the next free play
2: jingle. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, All right, lovers. Um, Johnny, uh, speaking of lovers, show a little love to our patron yet again who made this request, and then let's move the fuck on uh, from this game.
1: Thank you, Taylor Y, for the request. We love you. We love your money. And, uh, we love the yeah. money. <laughs> what the fuck?
3: Game four.
4: So this game has uh, 13 different classes in it, um, four of which you can only get by having um, two of the characters um, become soulmates uh, during a camping scene. And then they have, you know, a kid and that kid becomes one of the four uh, um, question mark uh, classes. Just real quick, I love the fact that that song is called uh, Yes, You Can Pet the Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good. Anyways, let's see some answers. Johnny drew a... Uh, I think it's a What's Scott What's that doing back on the show? Um, <laughs> David said Fire Emblem in space. That's incorrect. Space! And uh, John said Mass Effect 3. Incorrect. No, this is... Uh, Star Renegades Hello. Yeah, this is uh, Star Renegades. It came out this year um, a few months ago and um, It's pretty cool. It's like a RPG slash uh, Roguelike type deal where you like there's you do different runs um and the premise is basically there are these aliens that are like destroying different planets and stuff and you have to try to stop them and then if you fail you just go to another uh, timeline to try to save the universe in that timeline and that explains why when you die you have to start over and stuff um it's got a really cool like turn-based battle system very similar to like the grandia games where um there's like a little timeline on the top that shows where your characters are going to attack and where the uh, the enemies are going to attack and so your attacks push them back and can even make them so they don't attack um so that's really cool you can get uh double team moves as you play um like with the camping system you play, you use these cards that give each other buffs and then um you earn like friendship and stuff with each other and like um like i said you can become soulmates and then they have kids um i assume they're doing things at the camp um let's see what else is important oh there's kind of like a nemesis system like from um the Mordor games which is pretty cool basically when you kill a boss you know it gets removed but if they if the the boss kills you then it gets uh, upgraded and is more powerful the next time you face it and it remembers killing you which is pretty cool um the art style is really cool it's got like this pixely type deal but like the environments remind me of Octopath Traveler a little bit um but it's a, it's it's a really really cool game so far. Nice,
1: that,
2: cool. sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm looking. Looks like somebody posted a screenshot of it, and it looks really cool. I see what you mean about the like octopath backgrounds.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Like the when you're wandering around the map, um, like it it looks very like diorama E, and it's pretty cool um whenever you die though you see basically you're playing this little robot and he like leads the, the the um your party members around so like he gets to survive and go to the next timeline and stuff and he's pretty much gathering the, the troops along and stuff and he kind of levels up as you play so um there is like a way to progress and like the more you play the you know better your chances are of getting further and there's like three different planets you have to go to and um you find weapons along the way and stuff it's um yeah it's it's really cool and it's in space yes you go to several different planets space You okay, I John? You sound. are. You're yeah. just Sorry, so guys. proud my, my of yourself. Aren't you. Up. I, I, <laughs> I am. I am.
0: I've been killing programs in the background and running speed tests and shit. I, you know, you guys have been choppy this whole fucking conversation. Mm. So, uh, uh, this is uh, Star Octopath Traveler. Um, that's all I got.
4: Almost. Almost.
0: Yeah. No, I mean honestly, I was looking at some screenshots. This does look pretty cool. So it's like a you know little turn based. Uh, you know battles uh you know I, I like the uh, I like the vibe you know like the space stuff I like the fucking um yeah. you know I like you know creating new character classes by having kids I like any game that lets you have a kid and makes it part of the game like yeah yeah you know, <laughs> it's like you have a kid cool he's in your party now oh okay cool I guess we're just putting him in harm's way right now all right dope throw him in but, you know frankly that's why I thought this was mass effect despite the nonsense oh soundtrack. yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that have just been the you know, the best. You get to Mass Effect three and you have some weird half shepherd, half you know, alien kid that joins your party. You I'm into
4: it. That's that's the dream I think. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean a lot of people realize their dream of fucking hot alien women by playing that game. Or men. <laughs> um Yeah. And so it you know, the logical progression is, yeah, Mass Effect three, it's all babies. So Um yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, you know, I I missed so many fine details. I don't want it'll be bad podcast for me to ask you to fill me in. But the game looks very cool, and it came out this year, and it's on Steam. And uh, uh, so you said it's kind of grandia combat. Like, does the grid, does the placement of your units on the uh, grid have anything to do with it, or is it just turn based in a nice little environment?
4: It's just turn based. Um, okay, but basically, how when whenever you attack. Uh, you can knock the other characters like off their timing.
2: Yes. So, um
4: like you can just eliminate a character from that turn completely, or you can just push him back enough to where you can get enough hits in to kill him before um
0: That's cool. Yeah. That is reminiscent of Octopath Travel. I don't know if you ever actually played that, but uh Oh really? That's um, an
4: Octopath too?
0: There's a there's a break system in Octopath where if you uh every Uh, enemy has, like, a counter uh, of, like, you know, like, sometimes you'll encounter a real strong enemy. It's, like, 11. But, like, on basic enemies, he'll be, like, 3. And if you hit them with an attack that they're weak to uh, multiple times, you break them, and they're just out for a turn and you can just fucking pound them for an extra turn. yeah yeah. It's pretty cool.
4: It's kind of like that. You can take their turn away. Which yeah, is good. So if
0: you're telling me this is kind of like Space Octopath Traveler involving, uh, you know, fucking and creating new character classes for your kids, actually, I'm kind of bought in now. <laughs> like, that, sounds, that sounds pretty good, man.
4: Yeah, it's it's cool. It's just, it's very difficult. I've only gotten to the, as far as the second planet. um, And uh, let's see. Oh, and like the, like I was saying with the dog part, you can go into this space bar and there's like this little space band playing and they have this like little like two second part of the song that sounds almost like the Mos Eisley song and um, but there's like a Corgi or a Shiba Inu I'm not exactly sure what kind of dog it is but you go to pet it and it's like why did you do that and like it's like because you're a dog and like you can (laughs) keep talking to it and it gets really upset the more you talk to it it's pretty great and he's like I'm just going to start repeating myself and so like after like about Thirty lines of dialogue, <laughs> then he starts over. But <laughs> there's a lot like you just keep pressing it. You're like, this dog keeps saying different stuff. This is cool. It's funny, you know.
0: I mean, I like anytime you can pet a dog in a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, say what you will about Breath of the Wild. It uh, it did a lot of things right, um, but it didn't let you pet those dogs. <laughs> and I feel like that crystallized a lot of people's tastes. Like, okay, hold on. You made you made a big, beautiful game. You put a you know a gorgeous looking you know like uh, herding dog in that game, and you don't give Link the option to pet that dog. I feel like it it it, it set a lot of people straight. Like if you're going to put a dog in a game, you pet you make your character able to pet that dog. Exactly. Like, rules uh, is rules, baby.
1: <laughs> honestly, one of the I things mean, that ruined Game of Thrones season seven was Jon Snow never <sighs> petting the damn dog. And then in season one of the things, (laughs) yeah. Then season eight, they like had a shot of him petting the dog because people complained so much about him never petting the dog because it was
2: fucked. Yeah, like (laughs) who doesn't pet a dog? I mean, mean, that's why there's the whole Twitter account of can you pet the dog? And it just goes game by game. Can you pet the dog in this game?
0: The dog in it? Can you pet it? Yes or no? Because frankly, that's you know. That Twitter account could be more influential than it realizes. <laughs> like, yeah, you,
4: know,
0: you, know, you just talked us right out of a sale, baby. Can't bet the dog. Mm-mm. But uh, no, you know this game. Uh, this game looks pretty cool, man. I, I you know, as I'm uh, now being a you know little bit of a Steam boy, I might have to check this thing out. Is it also on a uh, Game Pass? Oh, for you uh, know it. <laughs> you Game Pass boy. The hell oh, yeah. I knew it.
4: yeah!
0: How else do you play games, man? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well, I saw it. Yeah. I I saw stuff for like months before it came out, and I'm like, oh man, I need to keep my eye on this game because it looks really cool. And then yeah. they said it was on Game Pass. And I'm like, even better.
0: <laughs> yep, I'm there. Sounds good, man. Well, hell yeah. Uh, you know, anything else on uh, Star Renegades? Uh, you know, cool, uh, cool ass game with uh, some cool vibes <clears throat> and pretty great soundtrack.
4: Yeah, I mean that's. That's all you need to know, I guess. It's, it's yeah, it's great. A
0: space, give me some sick ass vibes and some good ass soundtrack.
4: Space, a little synthy and great.
3: Game five.
2: a fictional game fan magazine whose letter selection includes letters from names like Hugh Jass, Mike Roch, and Homer Sexual, a reference to The Simpsons. <laughs> an additional piece of trivia if anyone would like that. Sure. It will it will help it. Go ahead. Eh, so uh, this, well I mean, we have one vote for no, one vote for it doesn't matter. Uh, my lord, King Jesse, would you like yes. additional trivia? Okay. Um, so this game sold poorly in North America with fewer than 100,000 copies being sold. Many believe this is because the game received no advertisement and was based on a Japanese television series.
1: Japanese TV game filled with Simpsons references.
2: Interesting. So, um, John Regan says Bart versus the World. Incorrect. Um... John Harrington says, black hole dick, <laughs> incorrect, and uh, Jesse just says, gundam, sadly incorrect. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> uh, although, it's a good guess. This is Retro Game Challenge. Oh.
4: <laughs> Wait, does this game take place in space? So, um, of, the um, of the unlockable games
2: in this game, no, uh, does two this of them... this game
4: take place in space?
2: So the game features two games set in space. But does
4: the game that you're playing in order to play those games take place in space? Like, are you in a well, spaceship ga- playing asteroids?
2: Well, the game that you're playing involves playing games that take place in space. It's a very Uh-oh. meta game.
4: So, are you in space? I'm still not understanding. Space! Surely <laughs> that'll settle thank things. You Johnny.
2: Um, so the game is set in a living room. You don't actually see outside, so it may be set in space. Hmm. It However, damn
0: well better be, David.
2: Mm. <laughs> Multiple games that you play take place in space. So you
4: used music from just one of those.
2: This is complicated, man. Because
0: yeah, if this game's framing device doesn't take place in space, and you're playing a game in which you're playing as a character playing other games that take place in space, uh, you know, we got we got we got complications here, man.
2: Do we really? Yeah, it's, it's my theme. It's Johnny's theme. <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: Oh, no! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're, we're not going full game over. No, this okay, takes place. I... Elements of this game take place in space. I think. I think this game takes place in space.
0: I mean, games within so, the game take place in space. That's frankly good enough for me. Yeah, but there,
2: there not is good more for, games... uh, for our,
0: our, our exalted one here. <laughs>
2: There is more in space in this game than Bart versus the Space Mutants. Hey. Yeah, well, David, yeah.
0: never compare your successes or your attempts at success yeah. to, like, Johnny's failures. Don't love oh, yeah. Johnny,
1: Johnny, please. Literally yeah. every game has more to do with space than Bart versus the Space Men. Every game
0: that we choose has more to do with the theme than anything that Johnny chose. We've established that
1: <laughs> Mario Kart okay. has more to do with space than Bart versus the Space Men. Well, yeah,
2: levels, Rainbow well, yeah, Road space. 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 is space. What is wrong? Ugh. Yeah. Okay, something. I didn't want to spend this segment talking about you know whether or not this game fits the theme. I wanted to spend this segment talking about this game because. This game's been in my back pocket for a long time, and it's, it's honestly—is your back pocket one in space? Of my, <laughs>
4: it,
2: this is honestly one of my favorite DS games. I can talk about the game, or we can game over and do the calculating computer. No, no, I don't no, no, know. No. You talk decide. about the game, dude. What's
1: what's what's the story of this game here? i <laughs> i feel like I'm so, the only one on your team, but I do want to hear about this game.
2: The game is—it's. It's a hard pitch, because it's basically a mini game collection, which doesn't sound interesting at all, but it's based on this Japanese TV show where a guy basically challenges himself to play, like, old retro video games. So, the way that the game is set up is you play as a kid, playing games with a friend of yours, and having to do these challenges. So, the games are all, like, made up. There's, um... Oh, fuck, I had the list. Hang on for a second. Um, There's, like, six or seven games that you can unlock and play. um, And they span the whole gamut of, like, classic NES or Famicom-type games. So it starts off with, like, a Galaxian-style space shooter, um, and then you unlock, like... A rally game. It's basically a racing game, but it's kind of that, like, Rally X Namco-style racer. Uh, there's a game, there's actually a whole series that's the Haggleman series, where, like, ha- Ninja Haggleman 1 and Ninja Haggleman 2 are, like, super simple, like, single-screen platformer games where you're fighting enemies, and then you get Ninja Haggleman 3 that's basically Ninja Gaiden, hmm. because a lot of old retro games, like, you had Zelda 1, and then Zelda 2 was very different, and, like, Castlevania 1 and Castlevania 2 was very different. Like, this game does that. Okay. Um, You get, uh, there's a game that's basically like a pastiche of Star Soldier, another space-based shooting game, and then you get Guardia Quest, which is, like, a parody homage to Dragon Quest, um, which is actually really cool because it's a full, like, six-hour RPG that's basically a mini game um, like you could have released Guardia Quest as like its own standalone NES style RPG hmm. um, but you Jesse's not having it and it's really getting to me no, David I'm um, listening
0: man don't mind him
2: <laughs> and it's it's really cool because like not only do you have each of these individual games are fun and enjoyable to play and each one shows like the history of retro gaming and all that because you you start with really simple space shooters, and then eventually like the final games are full-fledged, enjoyable experiences. But you also, it throws back to that retro style, because you go over to your friend's house, and he's talking about this magazine that he got, because he has a subscription to this fictional game magazine that gives you cheat codes, and gives you hints, and gives hmm. you like previews of upcoming games Hmm. and then you later unlock those games so
4: it's a really fun game Hmm. so totally off the record i'd just like to say i have played this game and it is really cool
0: (laughs) but that's not in character (laughs) 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 what's going on right now (laughs) still
4: not in space continue david (laughs) I mean, um, when you
2: have a game that's comprised of, like, six games, two of which are space shooters, I I think that you can have it in a game that's themed about space. I
0: mean, like, I'm with you, David, but it's the, the problem is the meta-ness of it. It's one thing if it's just, like, a game comprised of other games, but it's the framing device, man. The framing device isn't in space. It's a sticking point. You know, if, if if there were just a space level in a game, then you know, then we're in
2: business, baby. But the fa- there's two space levels in this game because the levels are games that you play, but two of th- which take place in space. But they're not levels; they're
0: games being played by an avatar within the game. You're playing as a character playing those games. So
4: picture this: I say, "Hey, David, I'm I have this Star Trek game for you." And I give you the Star Trek game, and it all takes place in the Hollow Deck, and they're all playing like Robin Hood and shit with Q. And you like, oh, this is not Star Trek. This is just fucking Robin Hood. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Okay, I thought you had a follow up to that because you were just saying picture this, and I'm picturing <laughs> that scenario, and and I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of it.
4: Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Friends. All right, fine. Game over. No, I no, 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 I, sh- no, I should have played... chosen the theme of TV games. No, no, no. Johnny played the Friends sound. That's the
0: reconciliation sound. Let's <laughs> you know, sell this like adults, man.
2: Uh, you know, David. This game sounds really fun. Yeah. This game is really fun, Um, and like I said, it didn't get any advertisement. It sold very poorly. They did make a sequel with even more additional games to it, uh, including a sequel to Guardia Quest, which was the RPG. Um, One thing that I love is uh, there are so many, like, perfect tiny details and references, like, they were hyping up this Guardia Quest RPG in the magazine. And then, a year later, it comes out like the game experienced delays before it was released, because of course, that always fucking happens um and yeah, like I said, there's cheat codes that they would do, and Jesse is going to very fun living room <laughs> game five out of five he won't
0: say it He's, he you know the the board is out of character for him right now. <laughs>
2: It's, if you can track down Retro Game Challenge, I highly recommend playing it. Same. Um, the the sequel was never released. There is a fan dub of it um, well, 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 that I'm you can sorry. find. the sequel was never released. <laughs> okay, the sequel was never released in English in America. Okay, it was released was in like... Japan. <laughs> um, but apparently there is like a fan sub version. Um, I have not played that, but no, it's a it's a fun game and it's a great game. Like I said, it's probably one of my favorite DS games, and one of the things that I really enjoyed about it was going back and playing those old-style space shooters like Galaxian, Space Invaders, and all that. It it really nails that retro vibe.
0: Yeah, no, it's cool, because, I mean, yeah, it's got the Namco, you know, pedigree on it. I mean, obviously it wasn't, like, full-blown developed by Namco, but they must have seen something in it to see fit to publish it. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I think it, you know, Probably, if I ever knew about this, it's another one of those things that would have gone overlooked, not for having a dumb name like Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time," but for having a name like Retro Game Challenge, if I were to see that on, since it's a DS game, I assume a GameStop shelf, I'd be like, that sounds like some, some shovelware, carnival games-ass shit, <laughs> like... You know, maybe some compilation of, like, Space Invader-type games that I'm not interested in playing on the DS pass. You know, so, I mean, it. it I'm glad to know that it's its own thing, and that it's got a unique kind of vibe going, but I kind of wish it had done a little bit more to, you know, sell guys like me, because, uh, you know, I, I think it sounds really cool, and, you know, it seems really cool. I, I'm looking at the cover now, and actually, Jesse, I'm sorry, man, but this cover, you know, you got to make it official. That cover's in space. The box art of this game is in space. It's a space game. HOW ABSURD! Thank you, John. Um, yeah. Probably I, uh,
2: could have gone with the space sound there, but you know what? We'll take Akuma. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't ridiculous. know why
1: I put how absurd on D, which is right next to S for space. D? <laughs>
2: D
0: for how absurd?
2: <laughs>
0: HOW <One>. ABSURD! <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, I guess how absurd ends with D, and going mm. with the ending letter instead of the first letter is pretty absurd. He does really <laughs>
0: drive home that D. Johnny, play it again. I want to hear the D. How absurd! It's, you know... Is it... I'm flummoxed as to why that would be on D. Like, I, you know, it's... Akuma... Because Akuma's going to give you the D. I guess. I mean, you know, is it cause, because... Because that time taken. we talked to voice actor Dave Malo, the voice actor of Akuma, is D for Dave Malo.
1: No, I'm not that creative or clever. Like, that's <laughs> not. Mm-mm. A was taken.
3: Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. That,
1: that could be B. Well, B is taken.
0: <laughs> okay, well. Bonus, game. Bonus game on B makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little bit of the bubbly makes sense,
2: but just a quick question: Is H taken? Yes. Hot take. Okay. okay. You see my
1: conundrum. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, you know, Johnny, so what Johnny? Uh, what about the what about the the Akuma Kanji? The Masatsu? Is that button taken?
1: N- n- oh my god, no! <laughs> this whole time
2: I've the had that key. The Masats key
0: is free? Damn it, John! You should have keyed Akuma to the Masats! <laughs>
2: <laughs> how about oh, O for Oni?
1: Okay, yeah. O's, O's free. I just hit O, nothing happened. What about M?
0: M? My oh, man! That makes sense. Okay, yeah, you can't take my man. Uh, <laughs> you know. But yeah, O for Oni, that's it. You know, Akuma saying how absurd. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, anyway, uh, Cyber Akuma maybe was in space once. David, anything else on Retro Game Challenge?
2: No, it's, like I said, it's a it's a great game. Uh, if you can find it, definitely pick it up.
0: Hell yeah. Jesse, anything else on Retro Game Challenge? I
4: mean, it's fun. It's not in space, but it's fun.
0: Chatty, <laughs> start the computer. Calculating
3: computer activated. Computers. Beeps.
1: Oh, sorry. I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Beeps.
3: Scoring complete. This game's winner is...
4: What the fuck?
3: John Harrington. Whoop,
0: whoop.
4: How did this happen? What was the score? Two Two to two, two, baby. Oh, come (laughs) on.
0: Now hold on, we uh, we can't establish the dangerous precedent that the K- the king belt gets you the tiebreaker every time.
2: <laughs> Does it? I mean, again, where were these rules <laughs> back when I was reigning king?
0: Oh man, you know that's the that's the beauty of making it up as we go along, baby. Um, and y'all better fucking
2: fear if I ever become king again.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah. We'll just have to not let that ever happen. Um. Anyway, man, what a show. What a win. Uh, what a half win by me. It you know, feels good. Jesse, I, I I can tell you're a little little salty on this one, so I'll, I'll share the win with you. I had very uh, topical
4: you know. uh, bonus music.
0: Uh, I like that, man. Tropical theme for the next episode? Some tropical no, bonus music. No,
4: Oh. Like an ointment.
0: Like an ointment. <laughs> 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 okay. Um... No, we'll we'll work together on this one man. We'll we'll finish this show out strong. Um, it's uh you know, it's my honor to win this episode. Jesse, did you have a did you have a fantastic theme in mind for next week's episode because I kind of did.
4: Yeah, I did. But what's your...
0: I want to hear it, man. What do you think? What do, you, what, do you, what are you thinking?
4: My theme is going to be games that remind you of other games
0: see that's almost in line with my theme i you know i can barely remember my like spiel that i had as justification for it but i was thinking crossover games we go to you know games with uh, characters from more than one series so uh
4: oh i see you yeah
0: yeah you, know, you want to do uh you want to do a little bit of you a little bit of me what are we thinking
4: i mean crossover is fine Did you
0: crossover sound good?
4: Johnny somehow has the power to declare you winners, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, we really gotta get that soundboard out of his hands, man. We're gonna, you know, Johnny's like Charlton Heston, man. We're gonna pry that thing from his cold dead hands. (laughs) Wait, Uh, does that mean you're gonna
1: murder me? Please don't. No, no, we're gonna gonna make David do it. Yeah, we're gonna
0: wait (laughs) until you die and then pry the soundboard from your cold dead hands, you damn dirty ape. I'm getting my, yeah. my Heston references yeah. crossed. Not a <laughs>
4: monkey, by the way.
0: Speaking of crossovers, <laughs> you know, crossing over multiple Heston references. Um, no, I, I, okay, cool. re- so, <laughs> you know, I think that's great. We got a great theme for next week's episode. Crossovers. Games with characters from more than one series. Uh, a theme we've done before, but a theme that's a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be a blast. So, uh, awesome. Awesome to hear that. And man, what a show we had tonight. What a great episode. Uh, you know, what a What a blast. A blast into space, as it were. Um,
5: space. Oh
3: a damn bit it, of the Bubbly!
0: Johnny, you gotta move one of those keys. <laughs> 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 Literally pry the key out of your keyboard and move it somewhere else. Can you put the A key across the room somewhere? I I
1: could. I could. Good.
0: What's on Q, John? What's what's Q?
1: Nothing on Q. Q's put, free.
0: Put Bubbly on Q. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure why? why, but just do it. <laughs> uh so anyway yeah you know what a what a fantastic show we had today uh what a fun uh, what a fun episode uh games in space and thank you everybody so much for watching along live with us we're live every wednesday night we're on youtube twitch and facebook search for game that tune thanks to everybody listening in podcast form or in on your podcast devices on tuesday morning search for game that tune uh leave us a rating a review uh tell us how great we are uh, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that too. we got a lot of fun stuff going on over at Patreon. We've got uh, GTT Gems, the 302010 uh, of video game music. We've got Covered Up. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. Uh, at the time of recording, we got a movie commentary coming up this Friday night. So go vote in our Discord. Uh, as of the podcast time, you all will have enjoyed a fantastic commentary either on Demolition Man or Predator. So uh, oh, it's going to be a blast. Um, check out patreon.com and consider throwing us a couple of bucks we really love the support and uh, there was a time where we felt like we had a lot of it so I would love to see some people turning up there and speaking with their dollar as to how much they love Game That Tune special thanks to our absurd producers Alex Messenger Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens Daniel Perky uh, Taylor Y, Sam L and Mork last but not least Mork um fantastic set of fellas as uh, absurd producers over there at patreon uh thank you to taylor Y, the uh, the most uh you know the boss taylor Y. he's at the special tier for his request tonight uh he made his request via discord but you can also hit us up via email game that tune at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at game that tune, or find us individually on twitter we love getting requests talking shit talking games, just goofing off on Twitter with you guys. You can find me at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFT Fleming, And you can find Jesse Moore, the exalted one, and the co-winner of tonight's show on Twitter at
4: sega underscore legend.
0: Alright, man. So, Jesse, you had the topical bonus tunes. I'm curious to know what they are.
4: So, recently, um, I don't know if you remember back in the day, like Japanese PlayStation stuff, uh, Circle was always confirmed, which was really weird because over in America it X was confirmed. You know, so just, just makes sense. But recently, for the PlayStation yep. Five, Japan has been like, okay, fine, X is going to be confirmed now. And so, with that being a new thing, um, I've been in love with this YouTuber Silva Gunner. And he has this really cool mix of it's a uh, Super Mario RPG song and X gon' give it to you, and uh, I just you know because the X button.
0: It's, uh, that's pretty goddamn topical, Jesse. But I'm going to start a new feud storyline with you. We're going with my bonus tune. It's a crossover, baby. We're going with Galactic Parade because it's a song from space. And it's a song in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, a game with many crossovers. Peace out, everybody! In your face, insulted one. City 2 x is copyright 2014 Future Lab. The Simpsons Art vs. the Space Mutants is copyright 1991 Imagineering and Acclaim Entertainment. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is copyright 2015 Asteroid Base. Star Renegades is copyright 2020 Massive Damage Incorporated. Retro Game Challenge is copyright 2007 Namco Bandai Games. (laughs) You broke up there on money. In my headphones, I was like... uh, I couldn't tell if you said, We love your money, we love your mom. or <laughs> we,
2: love we love your, your mom, your mouth. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> it could be all of it. Maybe he was I just mean, going full it Jamaican, put... like, We love, you, man. <laughs> we love oh, your mom. Oh, never do
4: that again, David, please.
2: David, <laughs> <laughs> always oh, do that. Jesus
0: yeah. Christ. Yeah. You're going to offend Taylor. Taylor's super Jamaican. <laughs> 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 Uh Yamaoka is a Jamaican last name, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Very, incredibly. <Yeah. laughs> Johnny, let's move the fuck up. Please <laughs> four. <44. laughs> Taylor Chama <Jamaika. laughs> <laughs>